When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Broncos country. We are just reeling in this. Still in a winning mood from what was a good team win over albeit you know let's be honest it wasn't the best of teams that we were playing you know with it being jacksonville and all but the, and another team that was two and five and on the losing streak but nonetheless the broncos get it done and the broncos get it done while scoring three touchdowns i still don't think we've talked about this enough the broncos actually drove the ball down the field and scored a touchdown on three separate drives when you're used to seeing one if we're lucky all right maybe, maybe two maybe two all right because the broncos have, have been to put on two touchdowns in some games this year kind of crazy i know but especially the way they're able to do this with being like what a 75 yard drive an 80 yard drive then a 98 yard touchdown drive um now that 98 yard touchdown drive and it was pretty much only made possible because the broncos did not have a single third down play during that whole thing so we could clearly see that things worked out all right when the broncos didn't have to convert a third down well i'll be getting to that and more um but yeah it's uh october 31st it's halloween and uh, the, it's a good thing that we don't have to worry about anything scary uh, because the broncos actually won the football game so we could all be kind of happy um and the only thing scary about this game was how greg dulcich looked my word that guy is amazing and uh we'll, we'll be talking talking about him a little bit more later but uh this is horse tracks live thank you so much for uh, tuning in over on twitch.tv forward slash mhr underscore live um 
if you guys are here and in the chat you guys are awesome but if you're just listening to this on maybe the replay watching the replay over on twitch which you absolutely can do you are amazing as well or if you're listening to the podcast audio version of this um anytime after the show's over typically it drops monday afternoons then thank you so much for tuning in I'm Ross, and I am wearing my Von Miller jersey because I feel like it's kind of fitting, especially with some of the trade news we'll be getting into a little bit later. Um, Just almost one year ago to the day, um, last year, 364 days ago, the Broncos traded away one of the greatest pass rushers of all time, Von Miller, to the Los Angeles Rams, and they're about to do pretty much the same thing tomorrow when they likely trade away Bradley Chubb. Um, but of course, like I said, I'll get into the, all the trade rumors in just a, a few matter of minutes, matter of minutes at this point. Uh, but I'm just going to go uh, into some of the stuff uh, regarding yesterday's game. Um, I already did a bit of a bigger game recap. If you want to catch the podcast of that, that dropped earlier this morning at 4 a.m. That's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Pretty much you get your podcast horse tracks for October 31st. You can go ahead and check that one out. But also will be going a bit into the game. Is this one covering some new uh, kind of stat breakdowns as well? Um, we're going to have possibly the last edition of things that make me chubbed. And um, like I said, I'm going to break into the, some Broncos news regarding trade rumors and the latest and greatest when it comes to that. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the game recap here. Uh, first things first, I mean, the offense definitely looked better in this game. Like I mentioned, those three touchdown drives, long touchdown drives. Hackett, um, kind of what I talked about on the podcast too, is that he gave himself, he definitely bought himself some time. And, and I really think that more than likely he was going to be the head coach until the end of the season. But I think this win going to the bye week solidified that fact. Um, I think if the Broncos were going to fire him during the season it was going to be come by week to give themselves a little bit more time to get the new kind of coaching situation prepped but since he's not going to be fired now um he's probably going to have till the end of the season which ultimately isn't the worst thing um it's not great but it, it could definitely be a lot more um i still think he's going to be fired after the season though um and like I say, he gave himself some more time, but the play calling and game management that we saw take place was still pretty dang poor. Um, so the Broncos um, had that weird, I, not the fail Mary, but a horrible Hail Mary. I don't know if you can call it a Hail Mary. It looked like an attempted Hail Mary. You, you guys know the play I'm talking about, the Bron- um, where Russell Wilson... Uh, took a couple seconds, just hucked it down the field, um, out of bounds. There was no one on the right side of the field. There was one receiver on the left side, and that's about it. Um, and apparently, Wilson was told by uh, to do this. Uh, he was told by Hackett to do this in order to run out the last three seconds of the first half. And now this is horribly stupid uh, because you can do this with a run um, or you can also just do this. I don't know how, how here's this for an idea. How about you're at your own 45. You, you have Brandon McManus in decent conditions. You probably need what? Um, probably need to get the ball to probably a 35 yard line. So that's only um, uh, do quick math. 30 yards. Was that 30 yards a gain then? Um, 
Yep, yep, 30 yards. Just had to double check myself. We'll, we're, we're good on that math in, in those calculations. So you need 30 yards. Um, so what if you do the same thing? You, you pass the ball. But you actually have more than one receiver run down the field, maybe a couple streaks, maybe give a post, maybe give him um, a little out, um, like a 10-yard out route or something like that. Or, um, sorry, um, uh, maybe like a back corner end zone kind of route, just something with a little bit attempted misdirection. Um, honestly, you could probably just run streaks down the sidelines, um, and then you have Russell Wilson throw it up to one of those guys and just attempt at least attempt to get just some sort of defensive uh, pass interference call called put yourself into field goal range and then you get an extra three points going to half you know i i'm not an nfl coach by any means but i don't think that would be the worst thing um so hack it go ahead and do that one next time buddy instead of just having your quarterback huck the ball out of bounds you know it's it's pretty dumb there um and then another really really bad thing that the Broncos have continued to struggle with this season is converting third downs because in this one the Broncos um, converted only two out of their 11 first downs it was pretty dang bad it was really hard to watch um, and it, it just looks like they're they're still pretty inept when it came that the only conversions on third down those two conversions came on the first touchdown drive and the last touchdown drive this game also included six three and outs um and then three of those were in a, came in a row after the 98 yard touchdown drive so the broncos go ahead and do this amazing thing then they also go ahead and do these horror horrible things um and so 50 percent of all offensive drives resulted in three and outs but at the least at the least 25% of those came, uh, or 25% of those drives resulted in touchdowns. So that's way more than we've seen. We've maybe seen like, I don't know, 5, 10% of, of Broncos drives result in touchdowns. So we got that going for them. That's great news. Of course, I also had that turnover um, early in the game as well. And uh, what's what's kind of not new about this too is just just go ahead. Close your eyes. We're going to do some visualization because I know you could see this in your brain for for sure. You can see this. All right. So I'm closing my eyes too so we can all visualize this together. Okay. Broncos. First down in 10. Shotgun. Incomplete pass. All right. Um, second down in 10. Shotgun. Um, let's go zone left. Inside zone left. Um, picks up three yards. All right, third down and seven, shotgun, incomplete pass down the middle of the field, uh, Broncos punt. All right, now we can all open our eyes and escape that nightmare that I may have attempted to put you through um, during those brief moments, but that's really what felt like a lot of this play calling came down to again. Um, you know, it, yeah, the funny thing was, um, you know, we could even spice, spice things up. Third down, uh, Broncos get sacked. That's exactly what the first drive of the game was. I kind of even forgot the play calling there, uh, but that's pretty much what it was. So, I mean, we remember we started the game off. Shotgun, Russell Wilson, incomplete um, short right. Shotgun, Melvin Gordon, uh, left end for four yards. And then third and six. Russell Wilson sacked for seven yards. Um, we can go through this and see. Let's maybe a couple other drives or the drive at following the uh, the interception we had. Okay, first down run for one yard, and then we had 
a shotgun that um, pass that was uh, um, for three yards, but there's a holding penalty on that one. And then you see shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. I also so the first um, um, so now the first would that that be five? That would be the first uh, nine plays for the Broncos have all been in shotgun. All right, and then we go to the next drive, shotgun, shotgun, um, and then just a um, and then I that was a I formation. All right, and then um, their touchdown drive, shotgun, 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 shotgun. Uh, shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. How many times? Shotgun, 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 shotgun. No huddle, shotgun. No huddle, shotgun. Shotgun, 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 shotgun. No huddle, shotgun, 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 shotgun. And then last drive, no shotgun because they, of course, run the ball every time. I, I, uh, it's so predictable. The Broncos offense is so predictable. We don't need to run everything out of shotgun. I feel like that's literally the only thing that um, Hackett knows how to run plays out of his shotgun. We can spice things up. We can put the running back uh, parallel to the to the quarterback. We can run a little bit more eye formation. We can run a little tray formation. I mean, let's do something besides just shotgun every single play for a short run or for an incomplete pass. So that's all that Broncos offense was. And uh, if you guys managed to, to click on the stream when I was just saying shotgun for a minute straight, I swear I that is not the only word I know. Um, I also know depression because we are Broncos fans after all. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's not fun. And then going back to the whole third down thing, the Broncos um, gained only an average of 3.2 yards on third down. Um, they had an average of 7.45 yards to gain on third down. So these are stats that are eerily similar to um, what we saw last week in, in the game that resulted in a horrible performance, one that was certainly a lot worse than what we saw in this game. So last week, the Broncos um, had an average, they gained an average of 3.3 yards per play um, on third down. So this week was only 3.2. Um, and um, Last week, they had an average of 6.75 yards to gain on third down, and that was increased um, this um, week by about an entire yard. Um, and these stats also include two sacks that resulted in negative 15 yards for the Broncos on third down and a 25-yard pass that was also on third down. So there's a couple outliers there as well, but those are the numbers. And um, one of the things that uh, I kind of hit on yesterday too, or on, on this morning's podcast, I recorded yesterday, um, but Hackett uh, pretty much talked about controlling the controllables and the Broncos have had, uh, you know, what did he also say? He also said the Broncos had plenty of chances to win, opportunities to win games, and that's facts. Um, I still think that's a stupid quote because when you talk about, you can't talk about controlling the uh, controllables when the Broncos are horrible when it comes to penalties. They had about 81 yards of penalties in this game, I think, um, and the Broncos are still on pace for 149 penalties penalties this season that will result um in an average of 1277 penalty yards um the current record holders for both um total penalties in the season and total yards in the season 
is the Raiders. One was the Oakland Raiders in 2011. They hold the record for 163 penalties in the season, uh, which they would have averaged 173 if they were playing a 17-game season. Um, and then the 2021 Las Vegas Raiders hold the NFL record for most penalty yards in the season, and that is 1,104. So right now, the Broncos are on pace to beat the record for most penalty yards in a season, um, and they are on pace to beat that record by 173 yards. So, Hack, you want to talk about controlling the uh, controllables or whatever? Um you're still are the worst team in the league in penalties, and it's not close. It's excruciating painful to watch, whether it be false starts on third down, whether it be holding penalties that negate good plays, whether it be defensive pass interferences. You know, there's a whole plethora of penalties and situations that can go through. A delay games as well that we saw in this one too. So it's still just excruciating pain, excruciatingly, excruciatingly, excruciatingly excruciatingly yes um painful to watch oh boy um that one is going to hurt that probably hurt even more to listen to i apologize for that <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out how to use my tongue effectively apparently um hey but positives going on from third down let's talk positives ladies and gentlemen because the broncos are no longer the worst team in the league when it comes to scoring they're now averaging 15.1 points per game and that is ahead of the 32nd ranked Steelers are averaging 15 points per game so the Broncos are out of last place in points per game by 0.1 points but dang it I will take it right now the Broncos are not last the shout out to the Steelers for somehow being worse than Denver has this year I did not think that was possible um and one of the uh, more interesting things that, that I want to hit on in this um, in this bit of the game recap is that uh, Cortland Sutton's role has continued to decrease over the last few weeks with this Jags game included. And that's been an interesting uh, kind of trend to watch. Uh, the Broncos have been shifting their reliance to Dulcich, Judy, and even KJ Hamler. Um, Sutton is averaging only 17 yards per game over the last three weeks. Um, he still has the most receiving yards on the team with 467, uh, which is 18 more than second place Judy. Uh, but Judy has three touchdowns to Sutton's one touchdown um and hamler has put up more than 100 yards total over the last three games which has been a great trend to see i've loved seeing kj hamler get even more involved with this team um and it's definitely it looks like he's been a little bit happier too we remember how we looked after that game against the colts he's pretty much was just speaking for all of us um and now we get to take a look at how he was um feeling after this win in london and then he had him hugging russell wilson during an interview and just being all happy and then um quote tweeting uh tyree cleveland's tweet saying that they're going to be doing a bunch of um, high knees in the plane ride home. I really want to see if they actually did that. Probably not. I, I, I don't think so. And one thing, we also got returned of the Let's Ride by Russell Wilson on his uh, post-game interview on the field. So, yeah, man, that, that sounded like the best Let's Ride, the most enthusiastic Let's Ride I've heard since the start of the season. So, what a beautiful, beautiful thing to hear. I know a lot of you guys don't like the whole uh, Let's Ride thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sucker for cheesy stuff. I still thought it was great. Maybe it's just because I'm in an all-around good mood after this win. Um, and uh, so it, it's no surprise to 
hear that Sun's role has decreased, um, especially when there was a point of emphasis that we, we visit clearly saw um, at the beginning of the game of the Broncos trying to get Sun into the game early and often, which of course led to a uh, almost like the interception on, was the first play of the game, um, and then led to an interception on the following drive on a underthrown back shoulder pass to Corlin Sun in double coverage. Um, the Broncos definitely trying to force the ball to him, but the game in the offense picked up when they step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Moved, not necessarily moved away from him, but just at least stopped trying to force it to him. Um, and so this might be a case of him still being seen as a top receiving threat by opposing defenses, which does make sense, at least up to now. Um, he's still, I would say, the most talented receiver on the Broncos team. Um, he's the, like, physically the biggest threat. He's still one of the big deep ball threats as well. Um, and the guy that the, the Broncos do like passing to is the Broncos lean receiver for a reason. Um, so you have defenses probably putting a higher emphasis on him. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe this is a good thing in disguise because i mean look if if Cortland's getting this uh, kind of extra coverage look what dulcich has been able to do the last couple of games he put up 78 receiving yards in that broncos 98 yard touchdown drive that man is turning into a freak of a, a, an athlete in saving and salvaging this broncos tight end room um and then Judy has um, seen a, a increase in performance, and Handler's seen an increase in performance over these last three weeks. So, while Corlin Sun has been decreasing, Judy, Hamler, and Dulcich have been increasing, and the Broncos. Um, I think offense, in general, at least um, going off this game, was looking better as well. So Corlin Sun's decreased role might not be as bad of a thing as it looks like on paper. Um, definitely going to see how the Broncos manage this over the last bit of the season. And also, it's going to be interesting to see this going into next season, um, depending on who the Broncos have receiving core, if they hold on to everyone now. Um, news on that here in, in a few minutes, um, and because Tim Patrick will be returning as well. So, you know, if these rumors are accurate um, that I'll be talking about, then the Broncos receiving um, core could be just absolutely incredible next season, especially when um, with Russell Wilson back, hopefully healthy next year. And then with the new head coach that probably knows, or at least a, um, a play caller that actually knows their stuff. But what we are going to move into now is kind of like I talked about earlier is it just had to do this. It's coming off to alpha win. So we have to, but also it might be the last time 
I ever get to to have this segment on the show. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for things that make me chubbed. Um, so, first things first, just want to talk about one of the things that absolutely gets me chubbed is Bradley Chubb in general. He's just a great guy. Love him on the team. We'll see what they do. Um, but I just like a win. I just like a win. The Broncos winning football games gets me chubbed. No matter how they do it, they won the football game. They're no, they're not just um, uh, the worst team in the league anymore now. They're, in fact, probably just the sixth worst team in the league at this point. But they're not worse, so obviously that makes me very happy. Another thing that makes me chub are high knees on an airplane because apparently those bad boys worked. Russell Wilson had the best game of the season, um, arguably. I mean, uh, at least uh, statistically, you could put it up there. Uh, probably the best, at least the best game um, uh, uh, besides the um, game against the Seahawks, in fact. So it, that was nice. He recovered really well after that um, bit of a shaky start. So high knees. You know, they work. Let's go ahead and do them. Broncos country. We have a responsibility. Every plane we go on, we have to do high knees. And please, please don't actually do that. Please don't take that seriously. I am not going to do any high knees in any way. Um, that's probably worse. And the, probably one of the worst things you can do on the plane if I'm, if we're just being honest here. Um, another thing that makes me chub are draft picks working out now luckily um in everyone in broncos country we've been able to see this trend over the last few seasons um shout out to george payton um but it uh, kind of took a little bit to get into the season but now the broncos are getting great con- uh, contributions from their top three draft picks second round uh nick benito he has two sacks um so far this season or or sorry two sacks in the last two games of course his his run game uh defense has a little bit of work but we didn't draft him for that we draft him to rush the quarterback let's go um the third round pick greg dulcich has uh 12 catches 182 yards in the last three games um put a, a tighter on the board there as well for him and uh fourth round damari mathis is settling in um as the broncos starting cornerback he's looking really good so far he's had um of course he had those against uh uh, the Chargers had a little bit of issues when it came to um, defensive pass interference, but we all know most of those were crap anyway, and he looks like he's going to be a great starting cornerback for the Broncos. Him and Patrick Sertan might very well develop into one of the best cornerback duos in the league. Of course, we're being optimistic there, but that's certainly one thing I think can happen. Um, and then the last thing that makes me chubbed, at least for this week, at least one of the many things um, that I'm going to talk about here is Josie Jewell finishing a game without getting another injury. Now, he played 100% of the snaps in this game, um, was all over the field for the Broncos once again when it came to tackles. Um, Josie Jewell, and I'm not even trying to throw shade at him or disrespect him with that thing. I am genuinely happy that he didn't made out of this game without another injury um unfortunately it i mean you can't really blame him for that it's hard to blame players for their injuries most of the time um it's just been a really bad string of bad luck but when he is healthy and when he's playing in football games the broncos are definitely a better football team especially defensively as well so josie joel finishing a game without getting another injury 100 that makes me chubbed but let's go ahead and uh finish things off um, today with some trade rumors. Um, So, good news 
uh, when it comes to this receiving core, I really do think the Broncos are going to have all of their talented players in hand for next season when it comes to it. I, I think the receiving core is going to look a little something like Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and Greg Dulcich. Five incredible receiving talents because the Broncos reportedly have no interest in trading away their wide receivers. So that is good news. Um, also, I'll take that. I think one of the things is that a lot of um, teams are maybe weary on um, trading away Jerry Judy or, or trading for Jerry Judy, excuse me, because of the asking price. That's some of the reports I saw. And then apparently KJ Hamler is one that the Broncos want to keep around, which is great. He's being underutilized, but they've been working to get him a little bit more incorporated into the offense here, which fantastic another deep ball um to to kj this game at least one a game we need at least one deep ball to kj a game and the broncos are going to be in way better situations and so is kj i just want him to see success on the broncos because he's a very talented player i just want to see him to be utilized to his uh, full potential there um but when it comes to receivers the broncos i'd say there's um i guess not really kind of reports or really rumors when it comes to this but i'll say that albert o should definitely be traded to the new york giants i think that's his best landing spot right now um especially with um that, that uh, bellinger injury that um uh, for for the um giants albert o was of course a healthy inactive uh, for the third game in the row the broncos aren't going to be using him ever again um, unless there is an injury to either beck or uh, eric sobert um, it looks like beck should be good to go um, for after the bye week as well so let's go ahead let's get rid of albert o he's not doing anything but taking him space on this roster where we're honestly I, I think the broncos still uh, might be able to get a fourth rounder for him but even if they just had to get a fifth i'm happy with that as well um there's the broncos clearly are not going to be using albert o so you might as well go ahead and get some draft capital for him he's not going to do any good just riding the bench not even um, suited up for games on sundays um and then the latest news that we have for bradley chubb is that both the Jets and the Dolphins, two AFC West teams, are interested in him. And they also are both, I've seen a couple reports on this one. So I've seen one way where they are both interested or um, um, in trading a first round pick for Chubb. I've also seen a, um, a couple rumors that the Broncos have already been offered a first round pick for Chubb. And now that the ball is proverbially in the Broncos court um, of whether or not they're going to make that trade happen. So are they going to do that? Possibly. Um, not 100% sure. Uh, of course, there's a lot of excitement um, about the possibility of having Bradley Chubb, um, Baron Browning, and Nick Benito together for next season. No surprise there. Of course, there'd be plenty of locker room and fan excitement to have that kind of pass rush trio um, for the Broncos for the foreseeable future. Of course, they would have to sign Bradley Chubb to a long-term extension. Um, that's all Bradley Chubb's in the market for. But also, he's come out and said that he would enjoy being a Bronco for the long haul. Um, and I would really enjoy that as well, especially since I'm still feeling the pain about training away Von Miller last year. Um, ball so i am extremely happy to see him do just doing so well um with the buffalo bills and hope and 
very well likely on his way to consecutive Super Bowl titles. Um, so he was able to get one with the Broncos, uh, Super Bowl MVP, to be able to get two more MVPs, uh, or shoot, maybe two more MVPs, but when you have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs on your team, it's not going to happen, but at least two more rings um, as well. So go ahead and, uh, and, and get that just fat hunk of diamonds and gold and jewelry on your finger bond you absolutely deserve it but um i don't want the broncos i don't want to go through that pain again maybe this is selfish maybe this is the thing the broncos are actually going to do but honestly i think the broncos as a team are in a really really good spot roster wise they're in a good spot i would enjoy if the broncos trade albert o and that's it this season because the Broncos, like I said, they have a talented roster. They um, still have um, a, a number of second um, day two and day three picks for next year. Might be a couple things that they can move as well. Maybe when it comes to um, tr- like kind of trades um, in heading into the draft season uh, for backups, maybe some line starters, um, something along those lines. But when it comes to keeping these big time um, playmakers, especially Bradley Chubb, the receiving core, I think the Broncos should hold on to them um, and just continue to build this team because everything's already set in stone. Go ahead and sign Bradley Chubb to an extension. He's, um, if he continues this uh, season, he's had, he's absolutely earned it. Even with the injury troubles, I still think the upside is still there. Um, you have Russell Wilson for six years, and I think Russell Wilson is going to continue to get better um, with the, as this team progresses. And once you get a coach, new head coach, new staff that actually knows how to develop talent, that knows how to coach the offensive line, and that knows more, probably most importantly out of all, how to actually call offensive plays and to run an offense there. So that would be cool. If the Broncos go ahead and don't trade anyone but Albert O um, tomorrow on Tuesday by the trade deadline, I'm going to be a happy camper. Um, but of course, if they do end up getting a first round pick for Bradley Chubb, that's not the worst thing in the world, especially with how Benito and, and more importantly, Brandon Brownie's looking. They'll actually get you back into the first round. Uh, so that would be fine, especially if the, we can get the Jets and the Dolphins to, into a bit of a bidding war. Then we can certainly take a look and maybe even gain a first and a third for them if um, they're trying to outprice each other. So we'll have to see there, but I am feeling good about the work. Um, this win did a lot to change my feelings. In fact, I was still pretty confident about this team. Not this season, but next season. The Broncos aren't going to be playoff contenders this season. But I'm just signing for the future because if the Broncos could get... They are a coach away from being a legit playoff contender. That's all. They have the talent. They have um, a lot of the, uh, some supporting staff as well, but mostly a head coach and play calling. They have the defense. They have the defensive coordinator. The Broncos are second in overall defense in terms of yardage. They're also second in the league in um, defensive points per game allowed as well. So the Broncos, they're all there. Patrick Sertan is there. Tristan Simmons is there. Quan Williams is there. Um, then you, So there is a lot of talent on this team. The Broncos are going to be good next year if or when they get a legitimate head coach. But that's uh, pretty much going to do it for this week's uh, um, live stream. Thank you guys so much for joining. If you're able to catch us live over on Twitch, um, you guys are just incredible. incredible. 
fantastic love you guys but if you guys are um just maybe tuning into the replay over on twitch um after you know we're done being live you're just is awesome and then if you just listen to the audio version of this on spotify a podcast pretty much anywhere you get your podcast from i love you guys just as much i promise um just thank you so much for tuning in though thank you so uh, for spending some time with me today to be able to talk about the best team in the world not really but the denver broncos a team we all know and love at least love some of the time we uh love them seven years ago uh, <laughs> that's for sure um but if you are new here go ahead drop us a follow on twitch or uh follow us on any uh, platform you're currently on go ahead and follow us on any social media app facebook instagram twitter i am partial to instagram because i run that thing so you can find yours really at mile high report across all three platforms and you can also find us all of, uh, tons of amazing content tons of articles daily great stuff that is over at milehighreport.com but with that being said i'm ross the broncos are winners going to the bye week and i hope you guys have an awesome week we'll see you next time